Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the New Hollywood Podcast here at Deadline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Dina Ray Ramos. I'm Amanda Duca. And who do we have, Dina? <laughs> who do we have? We have Brenda Song of Dollface fame and like Disney. And Disney, Disney Sweet Life is Zach and Cody. Yeah. Uh, Disney Channel icon. Yes. No, seriously. <laughs> no, she is really a Disney she, Channel icon. <laughs> See, and she's in the show Dollface, which I, I, I you guys are going to love You'll hear it. how much I love the show. I, like, I binged it all in one day and I'm just obsessed. Yeah. And it's kind of like, the the show presents itself as something that you think it's gonna be. Oh, it's just right. girlfriend hanging yeah. out. But it's something totally different. And you like you read the premise. And you're like, mm, how are they gonna like? Where is this gonna go? Because the premise is a girl, Cat uh, uh, Dennings, who's the who's the, the main person. She's in a five year relationship. They break up, and she basically has to reintroduce herself to like the her role friends. of girlfriend and her friends. Yeah, yeah. And Brenda Song is and one Bre- of like it, her best friends. Yeah, yeah, one of her, well, best, one of her friends, best friends. Yeah. Her Shay Mitchell plays the other one, and yeah. and then uh, you know you hear it and you're like, what? You know where 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 could they go with this? But you guys, it is it is actually well, very smartly Amanda done. Amanda watched all the episodes and <laughs> yeah. already ruined it for me. Oh, I know, I know. They have a lot of they have a lot of cool guest stars, yeah. like really big name yeah. guest stars. And so, I just watched the first episode. Yeah, but, but I urge yeah. everybody to watch it. I think there's something in there for everybody. It's obviously yeah. it's clo- it's cloaked in this like female friendship narrative yeah. but there's but it's, it's not your typical right story, and it's funny yeah. and it and it has a bit of uh of uh what's it called like that ha- like um oh hi- it's like a, a heightened, heightened reality. reality yeah yeah and it also takes place in LA and it looks like LA very LA yeah, yeah. but yeah Brenda is awesome you've also probably remember her on social network yeah yes. she, she was on so that was so, that was like her first sort of Disney, oh yeah yeah kind like, of like post Disney right kind of uh, but I era. mean I love that she's still you know how you know how these Disney's ki- Disney kids like they they want to shed that image yeah. so quickly but she like welcomes she, em- it. Yeah. she embraced, embraced it, it. Yeah. yeah which I think is great because like I said that's where that's where you get your start from it's yeah. like you're showing appreciation for the people yeah. that gave you like a platform and then, and then when she came to our studio she couldn't park in the garage because she has a big oh, yeah. body like what, <laughs> what kind of car was it I don't know a she was, G-Wagon yeah, she was like yeah, yeah. G-Wagon with like 30 inch rims or right, something like right. that no it's a boss car yeah y'all. it's, it's a, a big bo- one for a but boss. yeah Brenda Song is awesome so make sure you watch Brenda Song on Dollface out this Friday so without further ado here is Brenda Song well, Brenda Song, thank you for coming on the new Hollywood podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Star of Dollface, which we will get into yes. later. First, we I were... have to say I love it. Uh, I love have you it. Seen it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, got, we watched. She's, she's on the whole all thing 10. already. Yeah, what? We, we I have pressed, yeah. We <laughs> have, I have only seen two episodes. Oh my god, really? I only what? saw one episode. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. But I have not seen all the episodes yet. Oh, you only saw two? I've only seen two. I feel very special right now. I've seen every single episode Cause, before. Because, like, before obviously, when you were coming on, we're like, oh, can we get some episodes? Because I thought they were going to yeah. send us one or two. Yeah. yeah. But they're all here. You go. Yeah. And I watched it all Friday. She watched night. it all. Yeah. Oh, my god. It was so good. I watched the first one. Okay. So I'm saving. So, so yeah, we're on yeah. the same boat. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> so I'll try not to spoil anything. For I, you for me. Yeah, yeah. I spoiled a couple of things. Yeah, she already spoiled stuff on the Wait. Um, <laughs> so, but like, I want to get you know, talk about your backstory. Yes. You're, you're 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 half Thai. Yes. Half Hmong. 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 Yes. I always know know how to say that. Hmong. Hmong. Okay. Just it's just silent H. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, first generation. Your parents yes. are immigrants. Yes. Uh, when cool. you were growing up and you you know got into the industry. How have you, you know, well, when you were growing up and you were in the industry, how have you celebrated your own cultural identity and what kind of 
obstacles were you had to over you had to overcome? Well, I think quickly I'll tell you I got started in the industry because has a lot to do with how I feel and how I think I represent yeah, myself in definitely. this industry. Right. Yeah. Was I as a little kid, I've never wanted to do anything but act. It's all mm. I remember. I used to watch Star Search. I used to imitate people. I used to do the model walk with my animals. <laughs> um and with my or my stuffed animals. Oh. And my mom and I were in the Arden Fair Mall mm -hmm. and one of those acting schools were doing like a model search in the middle of the mall. And all I did was watch Star Search. So I thought I was like a supermodel. <laughs> three years old and so my I was at one of those kiosks with my mom and I was like watching and doing the modeling walk and my mom was buying something and the guy came up and like gave him on the whole spiel we, we're dirt poor my mom had me at 17 my dad was in school to become a school teacher like very very poor um, so I was like okay great cool my mom and my parents at the time were like to get on TV like do you get inside the TV right. like they just had no concept you right, know they were right. so um, a few for the next like couple months, I, all I did was talk about this acting school mm -hmm. and this modeling school, and I got really really sick. And uh, my grandma, God love her, was like, "If you take this, if you if you take your like Robotested, we'll take you to this acting school." Wow. Yeah, yes. I, well, I was talking and yeah. I was and I was back then. Robotested attitude. Was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was gnarly. Nobody took. Like, no, I yeah. still take it, but it wasn't, but it wasn't <laughs> easy back then. Like when yeah. you were like, oh yeah, it wasn't. Like, no, it was, it was worse. Yeah, yeah. It's still nasty, um, but. So I took it, and yeah. my grandma took everything out of her uh, her savings, which oh was $526, and took me to this acting school, or this modeling school, and it wasn't legit, of course, mm. but through them I met a real agent, um, and for my sixth birthday, everyone talks about coming to LA, mm. and so we came with another girl, we came out here, we met with an agent out here, and she had a cattle call audition afterwards, so we're like, oh, we'll just go, we'll wait in the car, or like we'll sit outside, and I was like playing with my toys while she was auditioning, and the um, casting director came out to have a cigarette, oh and saw gosh. me playing, had me come in, and somehow I booked the commercial. Wow. So we just kept coming back every time at auditions because I'm from Sacramento mm -hmm. and my brother and my dad were still up there. So we would just kind of come back whenever back at and auditions. Forth, yeah. And so and up until like I, I was on my first series, my mom used to joke that like, at, well, when you're done, you know, when, when you stop working, we have to move back. Yeah. And because my parents, this was an after school activity for right. me. Right. It wasn't like I wasn't the kid that got a reward for going to auditions. The auditions were my reward. Like I was a kid, wow. like by the door with a portfolio. Oh my God. My mom, like, never read with me. She, like, <laughs> looked, we had a conversation a couple years ago where she's like, I was like, I was never really like there for you. Like right. as a mom, I didn't read lines. Like I would, you know, it was like a blessing and a curse that like I had my younger brother. So she would like wait by like, you know, the door outside and like be like, as long as you can see me, sign in and yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the funny thing is we found out that uh, when I was younger, I was auditioning and my mom was outside with my little brother and Kat Dennings, a young Kat Stop. Dennings, watched me in the room because um and brought me out to my mom because my mom like she went to mom and goes oh is that your daughter like oh um, i can watch her for you because oh cat's my. a couple years older than mm -hmm. i am and we just all we found this out when we started working together. are you serious yeah really? isn't that it's, it's such Fuck a small yeah, world this is full, like, it's so full circle like it's so cool it is such it's a, such yeah. a small world but i think because it's always been like it's almost like happenstance and i've sort of just consistently been moving in the direction that I'm supposed to be moving yeah. in or I believe I'm supposed to be moving in. And you were like pushing yourself too like yeah. as a it's, young kid. And like, you don't know the yeah. difference though. Yeah. Like when you're yeah. a kid you just do it and it didn't become a career for me until I was 16 and my mom mm. got diagnosed with breast cancer for the first time. Mm -hmm. I got accepted to college because I was a nerd and uh -huh. I also booked The Sweet Life. And so mm. it was, I was like at this crossroads where my dad was like my parents were like if you want to do this, this has to turn into your career because mom and dad can no longer take you to auditions. Mm -hmm, your yeah. mom is going to be starting treatment. Like, what do you want to do? And college, obviously, was such a big 
you know, a goal of mine, but my dad, who's a second grade school teacher, yeah. said to me that you go to college to figure out what you want to do. Right, um, right. And if you already know what you want to do, this is an amazing opportunity. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. College will always be there. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, I chose to do Sweet Life. And I was it was great because, you know, the twins were still young, so I was able to have a tutor on set and I was able to, you know, do internet courses for, mm-hmm, you know, community mm-hmm. college and things like that. Um, but I think because of that, I've just never thought about you know, what I looked like, who I was. Mm. I've been, rejection was such a, something that was, I had experienced at such a young age that it didn't mean it. I just was used to it. Like, I knew that going to most of my auditions, I was like, I could never play Harrison Ford's daughter. But like, every audition to me, I love to audition. People think I'm crazy. (laughs) But it's because every audition was like a job to me. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, it's like, it was always hard because I felt like, no one knew what to do with me. Yeah. Um, and But you don't know the difference when you're a kid. You just go in and you have fun. You do the best that you can. Right. And so be it. And so by the time that I was like old enough to realize that there wasn't vast opportunities out there, I was over like mentally past that. Right. Going, yeah. I am who I am right. and I can't change that. And I love this and I hope I can do it for as long as I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what else like I don't know what else to do and right. I and I you know I did the thing where I was like I, can I write something can I create something but then I was like what do I do with it mm-hmm. and everyone's telling you like well you know as long as you know you just keep like keep trying and keep trying like it'll happen and right. you're kind of just like you know you get stuck in a rut and you get down upon yourself because you're like am I is this my career mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. my career playing you know the girl number three mm-hmm. in a movie mm-hmm. or things like that and mm-hmm. I was very lucky to get into you know to start working with Disney who you know 10 years ago mm-hmm. were colorblind casting yeah. already yeah. you know for kids which is huge because I didn't grow up with very many you know people of color especially Asian on TV yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I didn't look like Jackie Chan so yeah. I must not be able to do movies Ex- yeah. um, and I was very fortunate when I started working with them it's like even for London Dipton I you know originally they wanted me to go and read for Maddie and Ashley Tizzle actually tested for London mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they were like yeah, that doesn't actually suit. Like, yeah. it doesn't work that way. And they just casted for whichever actor was best for the part. Mm-hmm. And it was Disney Channel. Yeah, that's you know? so true. Like, Disney never really, like, highlighted people's, like, ethnicity no. or race or anything. They like, just happened to be. They just happened yeah. to be, yeah. yeah. That's, that's really true. And I wonder why it took so long for sort of, like, the industry to, like, look at that and because be like... Because the like, industry's trash. <laughs> 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 that's very true. Like, even, like, Nickelodeon. Like, if you no, like, Nickelodeon... Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think... Yeah, because... I mean, I... It was past my era, <laughs> but but uh, but like yeah, it's like kids just don't know. You yeah, know? yeah it's you don't, like you don't have, to or it's think not like it. they don't know; they're just not aware. Yeah. Right? yeah, because even watching it, you're not aware that oh, you know, this person's Asian, this, this person's, person's black, yeah, exactly, this person's blah, blah, right? Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. know them for their characters, and and that's what's amazing to me because even like now with like projects, it's wonderful. I love hearing everyone's like immigrant story or their mm-hmm. struggles mm-hmm. with, you know, being a minority or a person of color or a person of a different um, ethnicity, religion, whatever yeah, yeah. it may be. I think it's wonderful. I also think it's wonderful for projects like Dollface mm-hmm. where it's just girls. Yeah, There's no talk of, you know, where we come from, what we look, we're like we're girls in Los Angeles yeah. living Los our Angeles. lives. And, and, and it looks like Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, it, and it's really representative of like my life. Like right. my girlfriends don't see me and see me as like Asian Brenda or you know it's just like your Brenda Brenda, and I you know and I think both sides of you know those stories need to be told because I think it's wonderful you need to know people's struggles and you know how they got here but at the 
the same time, you need to celebrate the life and sort of the world that we're living in exactly. because it's been very progressive in the last just 10 years, yeah, for me at exactly. least. Yeah, yeah. The opportunities are so different mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I feel so grateful yeah. and it's like almost surprising sometimes. Like when I, um, I did a Netflix movie that came out this summer and they, um, when they asked me to be the lead, I like double. It was like mm. we you took a, like did a double take. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. And I still yeah. do. Yeah. Isn't that like it's, it's a it's a really tough in any industry. Yeah, I think. Right. It's, yeah. It, it's like y'all. It's the whole imposter syndrome thing. It always keeps coming back to haunt like a yeah. lot of marginalized communities because we're like, oh, do we belong here? Or right. I need to keep on working right. hard, even yeah. though no matter how long you've been in a it certain say industry, somebody like you have who's been in this industry for so long and done so many things, like thinking you that, should like, be, you yeah. should be getting these types of roles. Offer only. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. But it's like you the fact that you were surprised they asked you to be the lead shouldn't have shouldn't no. have happened. Yeah. It, you it, should have been all yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. And but it's it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm not sure if this was an issue with myself, like an own my right. own insecurity right. or my own self-guessing. I was like, that's not okay because I, you know, this society and especially this industry really do they marginalize you they you know stereotype you because i remember when i did the disney movie where i did martial arts i've mm -hmm, done martial mm -hmm. arts my whole life right. everyone was like well why are you just jumping into a stereotype yeah and yeah. i was like and i said this i was like all everything that i've done before that was all the ditzy, fun, crazy characters, and no one knew that I knew how to do martial arts. And yeah. I was like, and I was typecast and stereotyped as this like ditzy character. Right. And I was like, whether I, I was like, I was stereotyped, and now I'm stepping into another stereotype. Mm -hmm. I was like, and then, it's a breakout for me. Right, I was like, it was right, different for right, me. Right. Like even now, if someone asked me to do something like action, they're like, oh my god, that is so stereotypical. You're gonna yeah. play a ninja. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I've never done that. Give, exactly. let me play a ninja. Right, I would love right. to. No, it's like I think if it, if you didn't know how to do martial arts, and they kind of were like, yes. oh, do this. That yes. would have been a different story. But yes. you've been doing, you're like a black belt or something. Yeah, I'm a secondary level like, Taekwondo. Oh, okay, then. All right. <laughs> okay, come through, black belt. Right, right. And, but, but yeah, you yeah. know, the point of that is just like, why are they, like, why are they putting labels and everything? Like, all we want to do true. is, like, do is fun parts right, right. and do parts that we like and do different things. Right. Like, you shouldn't be afraid to, like, oh, I, I, I don't want to do this because I don't want to fall into a stereotype. Yeah. If you feel like you can do a good job in this part, like, why why not? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then you, you just, I mean, I feel like that's an opportunity to, to bring something different to a character who could probably typically be stereotyped, but then it's like you have an opportunity yeah. to show a yeah. different side. Yeah. So and, why not? You and, know? and also, the truth is, like, I say to a lot of people, they're like, oh, why did you choose that? I was like, I didn't choose it. Mm -hmm. I was like, these are the, you know, these were the opportunities that were presented, mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone's working their ass off to right. try to, like, get these parts. It's right. like, you know, if someone asked me, like, what do you want to do next? I almost don't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, but it's also it takes the fun out of my job a little mm -hmm, bit because mm -hmm. you you read sides, you read a script, and you're like, can I do that? Mm -hmm. Can I make my, can I make this feel real and genuine to not only myself, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, to the audience? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just like this fine, kind of like balance like, yeah. of, right. and I think everybody is different. Everybody, every actor is different and yeah. everybody's acting style. Like mm -hmm. I feel like at 31, I've just started to realize what my strengths are and mm -hmm. trying to steer into that oh. instead of going, okay, well, people only know me as this, so I have to try to do something completely different yeah. to show yeah. them that I can yeah. act. That was another question we were going to ask yeah. you, especially coming yeah. from like, the Disney world. A lot of these actors have that, like, you know, that we have that, like, a hard transition period because it's all we saw you is this, like, lovable yeah. or whatever, cutesy like, singer or whatever yeah. it was, yeah. you know? Like, but then you do something like social like, network yeah. or something. Yeah, or like, like something like, more mature, I yeah. guess you can say. Like, did you ever find that you were sort of, like, like, sort of handicapped by that Disney 
that Disney it's, image. It's actually funny because I definitely did. I was like, oh, why walk in the audition room with Mickey Mouse ears on my head? Yeah. And when I actually um, did social network, we were I forgot what we were talking about, but I had said that, I made that comment to David Fincher, who was like, mm. was in, like, an idol of mine before right. like his Five Club is not only just one of my favorite movies but favorite books yeah, yeah. and he said this he goes I didn't know you were on Disney Channel you mm. you, oh, you he goes you walk in he goes you walk in with that in your mind and you're actually stopping yourself from mm. being the best you he goes you were just the best person for the part mm. and he goes and if you're working with people who are going to prejudge you on what you've done and not what you're doing in the room you shouldn't be working with them yeah and it changed my perspective oh my on the way that i not only looked at myself but the jobs i wanted to do mm -hmm. um because it was really hard because i shot the social network in between the last seasons of sweet life mm -hmm. uh the sweet life on deck and it was really strange because when i got the audition in it was during my lunch break and I didn't tell anyone. I just went because his his um, uh, Lorraine Mayfield's offices were down the street. So I just went. They did. Like, Can you come back the next day to read with Aaron Sorkin? And I was like, oh, Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, I was like, you know, this like twenty year old like, um, and went the next day at my lunch break. And then they wanted me to read with Fincher the next week, and it was on a tape day. And I was like, wow. I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And it just happened. I didn't work that day, and that never happened. Wow. And so the stars align. The stars it really. It, yeah. I, I feel so fortunate. Um, and then you know Disney uh, originally didn't let me do it. Yeah. Um, and it was you know really heartbreaking, and I had to like sit down with um, with them, and was like remind them that I'm an actor. Right. It's like you exactly. didn't hire me because I was this person. You right. hired me because I played this person exactly. well. Exactly. And if I have ever done anything in my personal life to ever shine any bad light on your company personally, yeah. I understand. But so they're like that? really strict about that. Well, because you know they're so worried it, about images. image, image, yeah. and I get it. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, I'm an actor, exactly. and this was toward the end of our, you know, the series was ending. Um, and you know, I feel so grateful that at the end of the day, they did allow me yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm, um, and because that project, I was only on set like I think maybe ten days, ten or eleven days, mm -hmm. and rehearsals included. And it was such a life changing project. Yeah. Like I could talk about it all day. I mean, you're surrounded by you know, this young cast who were so talented, but so welcoming, so amazing. They were mm -hmm. so generous. Mm -hmm. um, and working with Fincher and Sorkin, who are like, yeah. so, they're, they're so different in the way they approach yeah. things that I was like, you know, like Aaron knows every word if and or but set you're supposed to say. If you're supposed to stop yeah, at like that. half a word, it's written half a word, you have to stop at half that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And you know, about yeah, yeah, and you know, and it's great because his words are brilliant. Right, so yeah, you right. want to get them verbatim. Right. And then, like, you know, Fincher is so. Um, he just he wants to break you out of your habit because you know mm. he does so many takes, yeah, so yeah. many takes. Mm. And you know, he was like, well. I don't want you doing what you were practicing with your acting coach in your trailer. Mm -hmm. You know your lines, just do it. Yeah. And it also made me just go, you're right, you're right. I'm the only person second guessing myself in auditions, right. on set. I'm doing that, mm -hmm. I'm stopping myself. Mm -hmm. And so that, that moving forward, we got some opportunities to do some like heavier, darker roles. and. I wasn't ready for them. Like, mm. that's the truth. I yeah. had lived a sheltered life. I had grown up on TV mm -hmm. doing a job that I went to work every single day and felt safe in my environment. Right. Uh, I was doing something that I was proud of that my family's kids could watch. Mm. Um, but then making that transition, I didn't know what to do next. Right. And I was very fortunate, and I got to do projects that let me grow as and I was growing, right. like working on Scandal, right. being yeah. an assistant, yeah. working on Dads, yeah. doing projects that, like, I was starting to break into this adult world, but didn't 
feel like I had to force exactly. anything. Yeah. Because I... You just did it at your own pace. Basically. I'm just not that kind of actor right. either. Like, right. I was like, if I find something really fun and interesting and de delve into it, but I don't want to push something that I'm not ready for because right. I truly feel like you can emulate a lot of feelings, but until I had real hardship in my life or really understood yeah. what death was or what heartbreak was, it changed the way that I... like life experience changes the way you act. Right, right. And so, you know, at 31, I finally realized I was like all these things that I thought that I was like, oh my God, but I can cry when they want me to. Yeah. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's not about that. Yeah. Um, and I was very, very lucky to just have always be sort of pushed in the right direction surrounded by really great people who really taught me to um, figure out what not only what I want to do but what I do best yeah. and be okay with that. That's mm. good because you know I always feel like a lot of these child stars they feel pressure to like change their image they yeah. do something super radical just so it can like So they rape. kind of yeah, yeah, but they, they, like, they yeah. like really lean into right. it or they, yeah. don't even, they don't even lean they just dive head <laughs> <first into laughs> it. Yeah, right. And it kind of feels like they're, they're doing it because of like maybe other people and yeah. maybe not for themselves you know which they want to erase really their like right, right. previous I mean you Which could reinvent yourself. Yeah. Madonna yeah. does it all the time. I know. <laughs> but at the same time, that's how you become known as a person or as mm -hmm. an actor, yeah. you know? And that's how. That's why people are going to follow your career. And, yeah, plus yeah. your audience grows with you. Right, yes. exactly. Yeah. And they're and, not going to watch you as London Tipton forever. No, <laughs> right. and, and, yeah. and, and the thing is, you know, um, I have a friend, Seth Green, who when I was working with him, I was like 25, kind of like in this like transition. And I was working with Giovanni Ribisi and Seth Green, who are both mm -hmm. child actors. Mm -hmm. And Seth said something to me that just really resonated. I've said this before, but he said, your career is not shaped by the things you say yes to. It's mm -hmm. shaped by the things you say no to. And it's oh so God, true. So, uh, yeah. And it's something that I really live by because it's like, it's very easy to like say, to not just like go, oh my God, but I feel so grateful to have these opportunities. I should just do them. But then it's like you, at the end of the day, you do want to curate some sort of career or like something that you're known for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, they really taught me that watching two very different kinds of actors who have gone two separate routes, but who've known each other since they were kids, who right. worked together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I yeah, remember both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's like so dollhouse, right? Dollface. Dollface. How oh my dare God. you! I don't know why. Like, I have bad things. Dollface. Dollface. It's a Dukeshu. Yeah, that right, was the one. Right. Jay, uh, yeah, that was uh, a yeah, yeah, right, yes. right, right. That was the old one. Yeah. Sorry, not there's not a, dollhouse. There's a doll involved. <laughs> yeah, it's dollface. Fine. Like I said before, I loved it. Yeah. Like I connected Sweet. with it. Like I was. This is like me and my girl. Like I just loved it. And, and like, like yeah, even I mean, the situation about like you know like like sort of like neglecting your girlfriends and I I definitely am guilty of that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into yeah. that. Right. So, no, but yeah, yeah. Well, so what about this project, like, sort of, when you first, when it first came across, like, what what about it sort of spoke to you? Uh, exactly that. Yeah. The relatability. Yeah. Um, first of all, I mean, it was, you know, Kat Dennings was attached, mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to work with her. She's so funny. She has such an amazing... Her timing is brilliant. I was gonna say she has really good communication. Her so timing, yeah. and a lot of people forget. Remember when she was in Thor? She was she's so amazing. Funny. She, she was like the and highlight. She's gonna, she's gonna be in One Division. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. She's so amazing, yeah. and I'd never worked with her, but I've always wanted to. Mm -hmm. So even before I'd read it, I was like, oh, Kat Dennings is doing a new show? Yeah. How exciting. <laughs> mm. And then when I read it, I was just, I was like, this sounds like the misadventures of me and my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I have definitely been in Jules's place, but right. I've also been on the other side. Right, right. And, like, all the stuff about L.A., I mean, I live in L.A., I'm 31, mm -hmm. this is literally my life. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, I was, it was so, it just felt relatable. Yeah. And when I went in to read, I was actually filming uh, Secret Obsession for Netflix, and we were shooting mm. night shoots in Malibu, and I 
wasn't going to, I was like, I'm not going to make this. I'm not going to be able to meet with the producers. Mm-hmm. And so I did a full night shoot. Um, slept for a couple hours and went straight to this producer's meeting where my eye was twitching and Esther Pavitsky, who plays Izzy, yeah. was the Love person who Izzy. went right before me. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we met with them and then I went straight to work afterwards and I like walked out and I was like, I was terrible. Oh my God, I I have to go back in. I called my manager and I was like, I just blew it. I was like, and I feel so sad because I love this show yeah. so much and I'm not going to be able to watch it because I wanted it so badly <laughs> and I'm so sad. Um, and when they asked me to read with Kat, I was like blown away yeah. and... I just was so, I don't get attached to projects because I'm so used to just, things don't work out. And that's perfectly fine. I've been on the other side of the, you know, of the camera doing casting and you realize that sometimes it comes down to the smallest thing and people don't realize that. Sometimes it's height, truly. Or the fact that like your complexion, it's Mm -hmm. so ridiculous the little things it comes down to or or you were having a bad day in the audition room. Right. Um, And when I found out I booked this, I... Like, I don't ever get emotional or get mm. anything. But also, I never thought that they would hire me for Madison. Because I oh, usually really? go read for roles like Stella. Like, the little, mm. the crazier, yeah, yeah, wilder, yeah. like, party girls. I don't get to You're play. You're kind of the straight woman. Yeah. And I never yeah. get to play those roles. <laughs> no. I don't ever get to play the facetious, like, serious, like, mm-hmm. no sense of humor. That's the characters I never get to play. Mm-hmm. But I always want to. Like, it's mm-hmm. so fun and different mm-hmm. for me. And so, I was so emotional when I booked it because I was just like, I'd gotten to this place, like, uh, before I'd done this and right before I did Secret Obsession, I was kind of, I took some time off. I'd never done that in, mm-hmm. like, 26 years of acting. I'd never taken wow. time off. Wow. And I was traveling a little bit, and I was just like, I don't know where I fit in in this industry mm-hmm. because I, there were, um, I didn't get to audition for Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. They said that I was too whitewashed, basically. Really? Yeah, that, that, my, that my body of work is not what they were trying oh. to represent. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I was like, yeah. but I was like, you're asking for, um, for the first time, a and character all. in her mid to late 20s as a lead in a motion picture and you're not like I don't even get an opportunity to audition yeah like, that, we, is, that kind of, is so it, crazy it made me really sad yeah. um, and it was one of those things where and then after that I kind of went into this rut where I was like if I came and audition for that yeah what can I what yeah. can I audition for yeah. like you know what I mean like I thought that that is something that you know even if you know I mean because I always say this, there are more than enough jobs to go around for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's all about just the opportunity. I just want my day in court. Right, I may be right. completely wrong, and you may not even be looking at me when I'm reading, but just give me a shot. Opportunity. Yeah. It's, it's about opportunity. opportunity. And right, it was yeah. really shocking to me. Yeah. And so I was in this weird place where I was like, I don't I don't know where I fit in. Right. Like, that is crazy. Yeah, and, like, and it was just... That is so crazy because... I don't, even well, never mind. I'm just like, that's, that's just crazy yeah. that they, they would say that because you're visibly like you're, like. And also, I mean, like you, you also put into this whole conversation. We could talk about yeah. it a long time about being Southeast Asian. Yeah, yeah. And you know, being brown Asian. Yeah. You know, there, there's this whole con- it's, it's colorism. Yeah, basically. right, right. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Crazy Rich Asians was bad or no, anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was just like you know, there's this whole conversation about casting. Southeast Asians in certain roles because we don't know where we're placed, yeah. especially Filipinos. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know Shay's like half, right? Yeah, no, a quarter. A quarter. A quarter. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll half. Say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 3.75. <laughs> but you're 100% right. I've, I've yeah. found it really interesting, specifically, like in the, you know, Asians in Hollywood, is James McAvoy plays British, but he's Scottish. Yeah, he plays yeah, American, right, but right. he's Scottish. Right, right. But but because other looks, Asians, yeah. they don't like you. T- like, I've not been able to audition for things. They're like, well, you're not actually Japanese, so you can't play mm. Japanese. And I was like, I was like, but I was like, but it's so crazy because I was like, I'm an actor. I feel like 
if I'm right for the role or yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. Have yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I'm not crazy in saying that. Yeah. No, I think it's also because we've I've had yeah. this discussion with a lot of yeah. my Asian friends who are actors. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if the culture plays a big part in that role, yes. then yes. Yeah. But if it's just like I don't want to say like window dressing, I yeah. guess you would say. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're looking for generic Asian. Right. Yeah. I hate to say that, but, Not you know. generic, but, yeah. like, yeah, but just, you know, like, crazy rich Asians, they weren't specific, it wasn't yeah, specific. Like, yeah, yeah, like, to... Nico Santos is Filipino. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's so lovely. <laughs> yeah. I love him. He's I worked on Superstore for a little bit. He's so great. Yeah, he's so funny. He oh, my God. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you have Henry Golding, I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's Malaysian, I believe. Yeah. Or well, something. Michelle Yeoh was on the podcast. Yeah. 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 She was on the <gasps> yeah, yeah. She's like the. She is the. Yeah. When she I was can't on the podcast, I'd be sweating. Nervous. Like, yeah, we were I'm, so nervous. I'm nervous so talking like, about we're it like now. We're catching our pearls and stuff. We're like, I was like, oh, we can't. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're not allowed to be around you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, but no, it's it's true. It's just like there is, especially within this this time when when it's like when representation is kind of paramount. It's like. I'm not saying we. Well, actually, I am. I'm like, oh, we could take anything we could get, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we this window for Asian Americans in acting, we always feel like it's closing because yeah. that you see Hollywood it's like sees, a wave. Yeah. yeah. Crazy Rich Asians did so well. That's why there's so much Asian content coming out because everyone's all, oh my god, we better do it before Hollywood is like, oh, yeah. never mind, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. You don't like, want yeah. it to be a fab. Like, yeah. right, the big right. thing that I had said was, you know, I was like, we want this to be a long-lasting thing. It's not just about, you know, only just like, you know, um, race-specific or religion-specific yeah. movies. We need this to be our new normal. Right, yeah. right, that th- exactly. This is not just the fad that's happening in 2019 because, oh, those things did well. Mm-hmm. It's like, th- we need real representation of what this world actually yeah. looks right, like. Right, yeah. and, exactly. and so that's why, like, going back to, like, products like Dollface, that's what I loved about it because even, like, Hulu brought up, like, do you guys want to bring some of your, you know, like, your, your yeah, background yeah. into it? And I said, if the script calls for it, of course. But that's something that I loved about this. But then this, it turns into tokenism if they just do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the line that you teeter. It's like, it's like is it is it you're just doing this to, is it a check box? Yes. to check or is your it a, box? Or is yeah. it just look legitimately like these people are the best part, people for the part? Exactly. Because we, Kat's an uh, executive producer on Dollface, and like a lot of our crew were women, people of nice. color. Loved and it. and yeah. one thing was, though, like our showrunner, Ira Ungulator, who love him, he mm-hmm. said, it's not about checking boxes. It's about going... These looking outside the normal like list of people that you would use and going wait look at all these other people that right. also do such yeah. a great job exactly. and have the opportunity. I think that's like and you're what gonna Hollywood portray is. LA like yeah. come on now They're exactly I think exactly. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts in the first episode was when you were with Kat and you guys were just walking down. Yeah. You were wearing this killer green. Oh jumpsuit. yes. <laughs> With the Gucci belt. Yes. I was all worth that. I do too. I love it. But then like you run into this group of girls who were gunning out of yoga class, I think. Yeah. And they were all different shades. Yes. I was just like, oh, that's. That's real. And they were all friends. Yeah. And then they turned out to be, you know, in the middle of that. That was such a funny bit though. Because I love Sex and City. Like I love that show. But I feel like this is the Sex and City that I would have loved to see. Like it's just, you know, like having different, like I said, I love Sex and the City. I'll still watch it to this day. Except for the second movie. But it would have been nice to have different you know, looking women yeah. in the in the in the, and in the like, cast. And but. I remember they did have that black episode. Where, <laughs> when, when remember when um Samantha dated? No, no, no. It was Miranda. It was, no, so no. There were two. I think. Oh, okay. Because Samantha dated the the, the guy, guy who was 
sister was the owner of that soul food fusion oh, restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're like, you guys are seeing Dino also put everything in, like, yeah. air quotes <laughs> as he's like, telling so us a story. <laughs> I mean, then there was that episode where Miranda dated Blair Underwood. Right, yeah, right, that, yeah. That really was wouldn't. But I'm just, <laughs> he is really hot. But, like, it was just, it, I just love the fact, I just, I just love that it's, like, something that I feel like everybody can sort of, and that's... And it really does feel like L.A. Like, yeah, it yeah. does. so feels like well, L.A. Well, that was one thing, a big yeah. pitch about why they wanted to keep the show in L.A., because L.A. is such an important part of this backdrop it's its own character right, yeah. right, because right. there is a lifestyle to LA that it's very specific mm. and the same way that like Sex in the City New York is the backdrop right. I, yeah, it's yeah. like sort of the LA version of that yeah, yeah. and I think I it. and it, I think it subverts it with this hyper realism oh yes that's yeah. what makes it because yes. if it was just LA I'd be all oh god but yes the fact that you have this cat driving right. this bus when I yeah. saw that I was like I was like oh wait what is this gonna be like yes. I, was, I was a little bit questioned about that but then like throughout the episodes I'm like I I love it. Like, yeah. it, it, it like, makes adds it, so much it, to the story. Makes, yeah, yeah. And, okay, I won't spoil anything. Well, but yeah, you, you spoil it. You're the one person. <laughs> I, I know. Episode, I think it's probably the, the episode with the stripper. Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite that's episode. Like, that's my favorite episode. Okay. How like, good is he? Yes, it's like okay. I, know. I can tell you the actor. It's the guy from Michael and Garano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he's just done. he was just nominated for This Is Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. He's so good. He's he, incredible. Did he take lessons or did no? Okay. His mother like owned a, a dance studio. No way. And what you see our reactions is they had you know of course we knew what was going to happen and when they we heard that they we had cast him we were like. Really, him? Yeah, because yeah. we thought it was gonna be like a Joe Maginello, like yeah. truly <laughs> magic Mike. No, that's what you. That's what I was like. One hundred percent. Is he the stripper? Like, and he <laughs> he killed it. We oh, we, we hadn't seen anything. He'd been rehearsing, and we only did the take a couple times. And all of us were. What yeah. you see is truly how we felt about. It. He, he is so fantastic, and it, it was so unexpected. I was like, I I just like, and you guys have really. Cool guess. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not I know. Spoil well, anything, you already but. ruined two. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, but there's some really, there's some really yes. good guests on this show. So I like, I highly, highly recommend. Oh, it. you're I so sweet. Yeah. Like, Do you I get to take any of your clothes home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Are you kidding me? I think our wardrobe is more than like what they're paying us. So <laughs> no, because no, for real, that really green good. jumpsuit. It was, was amazing. That was a look to start. Your your character. Yeah. It, no, there, there's some pretty. Shay's outfits are really, really it's nice. Ama- but, but, but the thing about, like, you know, like on a show like this where you can have fun with your wardrobe, it also dictates the, these characters so much. Yeah. Like, I, that's one thing that I also love and I felt so relatable about this show was that these characters were so different that it didn't matter if you were a man or a woman, you know, whatever it was, I felt like you could take aspects of each person and find out which person you kind of were like. Right. Mm. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, yeah. And, like, you know, within a friend group, because the funny thing is the four of us in our friend group, we are those people. Oh, like really? yeah, Shay is like Shay is the Stella. Yeah. I'm the Madison. Like um, uh, Esther's the Izzy, and Kat is the Jules. Like truly, yeah. like our our real personality. I was like, oh, it's shocker that they cast it as those parts. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. Well, um, so the show premieres November fifteenth. November fifteenth. Like I said, I highly, highly recommend so it. It's sweet. so great. Yes. Um. So what is what's next for you? Like, do you have anything that you're you're you can talk about, or do you have anything that you've been sort of itching to do that you haven't? Done um. Yet? I just finished. Uh. I just did. Um. Finished an arc on something. Mm-hmm. I can't say. Oh my but god. I know. I know. But it was really, really you can't fun. Can't do that. But what <laughs> I will say is, can we, come on. Now. Can we guess? <laughs> <laughs> But it was really fun, and, it was, and in this prior, I, I've done something that I've never done before, which okay. was really different and really fun for me. Can you tell us what kind of character you're playing? 
Um, was it a drama or a comedy? It's a drama. <laughs> okay. It's a it's a it's I'll say it's a drama with like hints of like you know a little bit of dry humor in there. But it was really fun. Uh, I just finished that. And moving forward, what I'm looking most forward to is uh, sleeping. Uh, I, can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to just cuddle with my kitties. Um, but no, I'm oh as God, with everything. So I've I've always been you know people always ask like what do you want to do next? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like. You know, honestly, I don't know. Mm. Like, I feel like I never know till like it, it, yeah. it, it's like put in front of me, or like you know, because I feel like I want it to be organic. Mm. I want it to like I don't want to force my hand into anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot of things that I was like I would love to like you know in the future. There are people that I want to work with, things mm. like that, but nothing specific. Mm. I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what show. You're <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find, would, I'm sure honest, we'll find out soon. I would love to see you in like a superhero movie. I think that'd that be would be so really fun. Cool. That would be fun. Um, what's the what's the well? I guess DC, what? Marvel, whatever they have upcoming. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, 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 they have that one. Just go there. Just go there. <laughs> Just be in that one. Just be in that one. <laughs> you have Disney ties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we're gonna, we wrap up with this section called the facts, the FAQs. Love so it. It's like these it's sort of random. Love random, it. random yeah, yeah, yeah. questions. Love it. Okay. So we want Thai food. <laughs> yes. In LA right now, yes. where do we go and what do we order? <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you not like Thai food? No, I do. <laughs> I know I do. I just. Is no, it, it's um, like because I'm so used to just like my parents and family. That's yes. 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 the answer. This yes. was a trick question, <laughs> and you got, got it right. Yeah, because I was just kind of like I don't know. Because yes, sometimes we'll like Postmates and Thai food, yeah. but it's like it's like that. Nothing it's that, beats home. Yeah, like your yeah. family. You know, like, yeah. Amanda, like she gets Nigerian food yeah. from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Filipino food from home. It's like <laughs> it's like I mean, I'll go out to other Filipino restaurants. Yeah, but if you want good yeah, like right, real, it's like, like I, I was like I feel bad because I can't give you a recommendation. But for me, it's like it's yeah, it's what I grew up on. It's like whatever. Ever pops up on Postmates and you're lazy. Yes, exactly. And you're just like, give me that papaya salad. <laughs> give me the the patsy. I'm right. fine. I'll just take that for now. That's um, fine. That's okay. a, that's the correct answer. It is. I, I like that's the great answer. So obviously, in in doll face, yes. that's a trigger word for for Jules' yes. cat's character. Um, is there a certain pet name that you just cannot stand people <laughs> calling you? <sighs> So here's the funny thing. So, no, no. So here's the you. thing. So my dad has called me Boo for my whole Aww. life. Okay. Yeah, since like, he's always called me Boo. Yeah. Before the Alicia Keys song. Way. <laughs> but it makes me crazy when guys call me. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, because then there. Oh, there's that weird. But even, it's, even, not, even so like not with that. But yeah. it's also just a weird thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel you, Boo. Hey, Boo. I'm like, oh no. no. Yeah, for some reason I, was, I have an adverse reaction. Yeah, to that. I was saying I hate when guys that aren't my boyfriend call me Babe. I, I'm I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I cannot. And I'll tell them. And I was like, I don't. I, I don't know if I come off as a bitch, but to be honest, no, I don't no, care. You boundaries. have the right. It, yeah, yeah, boundaries are important. It really irks yeah. me when guys I call, call me people babe. boo all the time, but I do it sometimes yeah, ironically. Like yeah. yeah, but like, if it's, but to me, it's like a romantic guy that like I'm dating oh, or something. Yeah. To me, makes me uncomfortable. Like, it's weird. Cause, yeah, like, cause, like, cause, like, like I have yeah, girlfriends yeah. that be like, hey boo, what's up? Let's like go do this. That's fine. But like, when a guy's like being romantic about, I'm like, that's. They're like, oh, okay. We're gonna have to have a talk. Yeah, exactly. saying boo, like I don't hear that often. Like, do. Guys, do they say? Sure. Boo? I mean, I don't hear I mean, that. Usher like. and Alicia. <laughs> That's true. True. That's true. Very true. <laughs> um, okay, so what is one thing that you can geek out over for hours? I mean, okay, this is gonna be really embarrassing. <laughs> okay, good. This is yeah. what but this we're is here something for. that me and Kat, the reason why we like bonded, mm-hmm. 
is we love knitting. Oh, oh my God, really? And all we do is like, <laughs> on set, on set but like we do it like, we have like a, a, a knitting club, no. but, we, but we like, because we don't leave our homes, she and I, we like literally <laughs> just text each other patterns of what how far knitting. we're going, what we're knitting, <laughs> oh. back and forth for hours. Like our conversation chain, is 80% knitting things. What wow. are you knitting right now? I'm knitting a waffle knit blanket, like a throw. Okay. Because I'm, when I'm practicing new stitches, like I'm looking, I was like, oh, this basket loop looks great behind <laughs> you guys. Mm -hmm. um, wow. So I'm I'm trying new stitches right now because I've always done the basics, but I'm trying to break out. Break out. Yes. Break yes. I want to. My goal is to do a Christmas sweater <laughs> for like all of my <laughs> like, animals. Like, 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 yeah. Like a nice sweater. To do oh. like sweaters and things. Match. I'm such a nerd. No, no, no So you've done cool. like beanies and and yes. and, and uh, scarves. Yes. A nice knitted beanie. Like I, I do think too. Those are really cute. So I. So the funny thing is, I was sitting like on my couch, watching um, Great British Bake Off while knitting oh, with my cats and dog. That is so yeah. good. In a moo moo. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, <laughs> my uh, my boyfriend walks out and he's like. You were such a spinster, oh, and I shit. said, and I said this. I was like, I'm a spinster with the Mister. <laughs> and you know exactly. what? That is, that's what Cat and our uh, knitting group is called, spinsters Spin with Misters. Yeah, that's what it should be. I love I yes. like, knitting and watching great. Uh, GBBO, yeah. oh, yeah. the best. That's, and just like chilling at home. Do you know what you need to that's watch if you like Great British Bake Off? Okay, wait, wait, what's that? Terrace it's House. It's an older show. No. <laughs> Do you watch Terrace House? No. Okay. <laughs> like, nah. The Great. Pottery Throwdown. Oh my god! Wait, is this on Netflix as well? You have to YouTube it because okay. it's it's an older show, oh, but it's pottery, basically pottery no 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 that guys. I'm such a nerd. Intense, it's the like, most British show you'll ever like. It's oh the most gosh. wholesome British show. Like one of the judges loves pottery so much. Like when they make something great, he like cries, like genuinely wow. cries. How many so, years I'm, like, ago? How many years ago? I though? think this was like um like maybe like. 14, 15? Okay. Maybe a little oh, earlier. Oh, 14, the 14, 2014. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's actually like 14, 15 years ago. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. Okay. But it's, uh, but it's like so wholesome, but I love it. But, but uh, so is great uh, British Bake Off. They're so good. They're, they help each other so much. I know. Much. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched You need it. to watch it. It's so good. My <laughs> sister watches it. I feel like a bad person after watching it. I was like, I would never help that yeah. person. <laughs> Oh, they help their, their yeah. Team. Oh, there's really? no drama. So it's no. not like a project one. No, no. Like, like they're also, done. They're like, do you need help or something? Yeah. No, that is so. But nice. also, they don't live together. They get to yeah. go oh, home. They do. Okay. They do it only okay. on weekends. Like it's great. They go back oh, to work nice. so the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's yeah, it's yeah. great setup. Whereas like American, you have to like you live, and that's true. Except for Love Island, which is also based on a British show. Yeah, it is. I've never watched it. Yeah, I'm sad. There's like a thousand episodes. It's, it's long. It's like there's like 50 episodes because it's like literally they, they capture every single day, Jesus. which is really weird. Oh um, okay, so if Disney Plus came to you and said, "Hey, we want to do a show with the revival from one of your past characters," would it be London Tipton or Wendy Wu? Oh, London Tipton. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. want to do? Would you, would you do it if they? Came I, I would do Wendy too, yeah. but Wendy's a lot of physical work. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm a lazy beach now. Um, it would be so fun. Like, here's yeah. the thing: I I'm exactly where I am because of that character, mm -hmm. and I had so much fun playing her. She was like my fantasy character at that age yeah. and even now it was like I got to literally go to work like sounds so cheesy live out my dream playing like this character that was so silly so fun got to do the craziest things I had a blast yeah. I mean you know I'll never say Let's no to do that. it they just, they just revived uh, Lisa Lisa which I'm so excited about <laughs> me too they imagine just a show just called London <laughs> <laughs> yes um, oh, this is the, the last question we yes. ask all of our guests. Okay. Um, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, writer, or producer, or creator that you know about that you want to give shine to oh, that's not in the mainstream, that is just doing dope things that people should know? Oh my goodness. Um, Please feel free to list as many. One of, well, here's the thing that I'll even just talk about um, 
like on the top of my head. I mean, there's so, there's so many extremely talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, gonna, are you gonna cry? <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I just. It's hard. Know, no, it's, it's, it's hard a, because yeah. it's like there are so many people that you meet throughout your life and career that you're like they just deserve to have their you yeah. know yeah, their yeah. day in yeah, court. They're such is, great yeah. actors. Like I have so many actor friends that I'm like, you're so amazing. Yeah, you just, oh, I don't you just even need to know. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, I would like. Can I can I write you an email and yeah. like with the list of everyone? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I kind of want to shout out Jordan. The creator of your yeah. show, because this was this was like her first twenty six years old. Yeah. yeah, what? Yeah, I made me believe me, made me feel real it was unaccomplished. Like, it was like, so like a high thesis or something. Yeah, she was yeah. she was an assistant for Greg Daniels, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like was sort of just kind of like, yeah, I wrote this thing, and it's like, yeah, you wrote this little thing, yeah. like, and yeah, like, no, I think she thought it was like a treatment or something. They're like, no, this is a show, but it's and like. Then, like I was like all 26 doing this is her yeah, first thing and it's, was, it just uh, yeah. kind of slays. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I would like to shout out because her stuff, it's, it's, she did a it, really good the, job the, for her first. No, exactly. And But also what I think is great is I don't think people are like, our writer's room, they were all our age. Like oh, super good. young. It was yeah. really our voice in the room. Yeah. Like we always joke, we called Ira like Papa Ira <laughs> because Ira was like, you know, he's done everything. He was on Friends forever. Yeah. He was just on, and, uh, ran Andy Tribeca and he sort of was like overseeing all of his kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds so creepy. Yeah, it's not creepy. I love you. <laughs> um, but it's because we were, it was a young, young cast, yeah. um, a young writer's room, because we wanted to, like, showcase our voice. And I think maybe that's what it is, giving shout out to all those writers, actors yeah. out there who are young and feel like it'll never happen or that your idea, like, there are no original ideas anymore. It's like, just be you. Find out what you do best and steer into it, because there is only one you. Right. Mm. And it's like, mm-hmm. and if you don't do it, It'll never happen. Right. Like I, I was like, you get zero percent of the jobs that you go out for. Yeah. Like I used to, I had to say that to myself. I was like, I'm not going to get parts unless I go and like read for them, go and like try to get them. You're never gonna sell a script you never write. Right. So it's like, for better or for worse, just do just it. Do like it. yeah, that was one thing. Yeah. Just That's do great. It. No. I, <laughs> seriously, just do it. Yeah, lean into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, this was an amazing conversation. Me. I had so much fun. Yes. Like and said, we're November fifteenth, Dollface. Everyone, Dollface. Dollface. No, you I can said watch Dollface right. too if you want, but yeah. watch Dollface. Dollface first. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys. Great. Yeah.